Disc golf course management might be one of the most slept on strategies that you need to be focusing on that no one is talking about. Today, I'm going to give you our top eight tips for how you can dominate any course you're playing. Let's get into it right now. Welcome in everybody to the Chain Clankers Disc Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Quentin Ferris, here with another fantastic episode. And I want to start today off with a question. Are you a disc golfer in search of premium gear that blends style and functionality? Look no further than Upper Park Disc Golf. With their innovative designs and durable construction, Upper Park bags are built to withstand the toughest courses. And here's some great news. For a limited time, use promo code CLANKERS10 to enjoy an exclusive 10% discount on your purchase. Elevate your game with Upper Park Disc Golf and experience the ultimate in comfort, storage, and performance. Visit UpperParkDiscGolf.com today and enter promo code CLANKERS10 at checkout. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Upgrade your gear and dominate the course with Upper Park Disc Golf. Like I said, today is a episode that I kind of got the motivation and idea for when I've been playing with some of my friends and coworkers who are very new to the game. I mean, we're talking less than three months, I'd say. One of them has been playing pretty consistently, and you can definitely see it in his game, and hopefully we can get him on the podcast one day. The other one has played intermittently. He probably hasn't really played in a month-ish, um, and so you can definitely tell the skill gap difference between the two, especially when they first started. They were pretty similar, but something I've noticed is that course management is lacking in newer players and this kind of makes sense and especially when I get to point number one like it makes sense a lot Um, but I want to talk today about how you can improve your course management and give you eight strategies that are going to allow you to dominate any course that you go to whether you've played it a hundred times or this is your first time playing it. Uh, I really think that Something in my game I struggle with is when I play a new course or I play some holes I'm unfamiliar for, I don't really full send on my throws. And I find myself coming up short. I'm not as accurate. X, Y, Z. It's just not as good of a throw. And maybe you feel the same way. And these tips are designed to kind of help get you past that moment and get you back into that flow state. Because like we've talked about on this podcast, getting into the flow state is really important for being a better disc golfer. So, you know, course management strategies in disc golf refer to techniques and decisions players make to navigate the course effectively and optimize their scores. This is what we're focusing on. Let's get into number one, know the course. Familiarize yourself with the layout of the course before you start playing. Study the course map, pay attention to hold distances, and take note of any challenging features such as water hazards, T signs, elevation changes. Understanding the course layout helps you plan your shots and select appropriate discs. So what this looks like is every time you're going up to that T pad, you're looking at the T sign. Maybe there's not a T sign. You you pull out U disc and you look at that. And when you do this and you familiar uh, familiarize, excuse me, golly, I'm butchering that word. But when you get familiar with the course, the distances, the obstacles of the hole, it's going to make your management of that hole and of the course so much better. It's going to alleviate so much pressure off of you. And if you're somebody who's like, okay, I can throw a putter 200 feet but I can throw a mid up to 325 
and a hole is 230, well, now you know you probably shouldn't be throwing your putter. You should probably be throwing a mid here. So you kind of get those ideas. You get a good idea of what is OB, what is not OB. That's always a great piece of advice. Know the OBs on the whole so that way you can avoid them to the best of your ability. As well, a tip that I love is when you get done with the hole, especially if this is a course like you're going to play it again, like maybe you're moving to a new town and it's your first time playing the course, or or maybe it's a course you don't play as often and, and you're getting to it. Something that's huge is take five seconds turn around and look at the tee pad and look, if you were to throw back to the tee pad, how would you have thrown that shot differently? Cause when you are seeing the hole backwards, it opens up new lanes that you might not have seen the first time. So I think that's a fantastic piece of advice to start off today's episode, which kind of leans into number two here. We're going to play to our strengths. So assess your own skill level and play to your strengths. Identify your preferred throwing style, whether it's backhand, forehand, or even overhand, if you're crazy, and use it when the situation allows. Play shots that you are comfortable and confident with to maximize your chance of success. What this looks like is you've gone out to the field. You've thrown that disc a hundred times. You know what wind is going to do to your discs, and you're able to play to those strengths. Do you have any resemblance of a forehand? Okay, if no, you should probably try to throw that backhand turnover on this, what would be a forehand hole. If you do, maybe it's a backhand hyzer, but maybe you want to throw a straight forehand, or you want to throw a anhyzer forehand. Like, understanding yourself as a player and being realistic with yourself is so big time, guys. Internet distance is real. People always like to say they throw further than they do. People always think they're probably a better disc golfer than they are. So be real with yourself. Can you reach that 330 pin with a mid-range? If yes, heck yeah, let's throw it. If no, let's be honest about ourselves. If you see a hole that's 350 and you're like, oh yeah, I throw 450 easily, and you're coming up short, you're not being real with yourself. Like so One of my biggest pet peeves is when people do something once, and they're like, yep, that's me, I'm that guy, I can do that. In a sense, you can do that because you did it once, but you're not that guy, pal. And unless that's something you're able to consistently do, it doesn't matter. And a big one for me is, you know, distance. It doesn't matter how far you can throw the disc if you can't throw it accurately. If you're off your line by a lot, but you threw it 500 feet, that doesn't really help in the grand scheme of things. So playing to your strengths, knowing what your strengths are, that's something big. I want you right now, you know, piece of paper, your notepad, Maybe it's on your phone. Write down what your three biggest strengths in disc golf are. Knowing those and playing to those strengths are going to be huge. And then you know, on top of it, write down your three biggest weaknesses. And now you know when you go to the field the next time what three things you should be working on. The third tip is take those safe shots. Don't be a superhero here. Minimize your risk by playing safe shots when necessary. If a particular hole presents a high chance of going out of bounds or landing in a hazard, consider playing a more conservative shot that keeps you in the fairway or the landing zone. Prioritize accuracy and control over distance in such situations. A great hole that comes to my mind is Park City Hole... What would that be? Five, six, seven, I believe. It's a pretty tight hole. I think the distance is roughly 350 
in the pin that it's currently in. It's in the middle pin. And you've got a gap that, let's say, is 20 feet wide, maybe. And you have OB on the right and you have OB on the left. But once you get out that gap, it kind of moves in. You get a little bit more space to the left before the OB comes back into play. Maybe an additional 20 feet, if you're lucky. Um, so... What I'm trying to say here is I throw OB on that so freaking often. Like, it's not even funny how often I throw OB there when I pick up a fast speed disc. So, therefore, what I'm trying to do is I will use a putter, and I'm just trying to get out there 150, 200 feet. If I can get 250 off it, I'm happy. But I'm just trying to focus on throwing it straight, hit the gap, don't take that OB shot. Because if you take that OB shot, you're getting a bogey at best, where... I can get a par if I just make the gap and don't go OB. So that's the big goal for me is to just hit that, make sure I stay in bounds, and move on with the rest of the course. Don't lose everything you have on one hole is kind of the premise of this. Let's take a quick moment. Let's take a commercial break. Let's hear from, spo- from some sponsors before we get to number four. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, number four, guys, use the course features strategically. Utilize features of the course to your advantage. For example, take advantage of open fairways to throw long, controlled drives. Use natural obstacles like trees to shape your shots or create landing zones. Use elevation changes to control the height and trajectory of your throws. This is a one that I love the most because I think playing in wide open fields actually is pretty tough to do because you don't have any indicators telling you where you should throw it. So sometimes in the woods, it's easier because it's like, okay, I have I either have this left lane where I'm throwing a forehand or I have this right lane where I'm throwing a backhand hyzer. Where when you're in that wide open, all you see is the pin and you just aim at the pin and nine times out of 10, your disc is not going to land at the pin. You probably needed to aim a little right just because of natural hyzer. I feel like a lot of us throw on that natural hyzer. And so that's something that I think when you have a course that gives you the strategy like perfectly use that use those points like I know that I always try to find a point 
whether it's in the sky, whether it's in front of me, whatever it is. And that's what I'm aiming for because it's like if I hit that point with my disc, then everything went well. And sometimes I'll grab an even more overstable or understable disc. I'm like, I'm aiming for this, but I know the stability of the disc or the lack thereof is going to move it off of this object by the time it gets there. And that's another part of just knowing your discs is going to help a lot with that. Number five, break down those long hole, guys. When you see something that's five, six, seven, eight hundred feet, break it down. Every throw is independent. Don't look at it as a, oh my gosh, this is 500. How am I going to get that in a part three? Get it in what you can get it. You know, on those longer holes, break them down to manageable segments. Instead of trying to throw the entire distance in a single shot, strategically plan your throws to advance closer to the basket. Focus on hitting specific targets or landing zones that give you a better angle for your next shots. This is huge, especially if you have OB, you have Mandos, you have one side of the fairway that's significantly better to throw on than the other side. One I can think of locally is the Andover course, literally hole one. It's 500 some 80 feet maybe. If you land on the right side, oh man, you are in some thick wildflowers and you have to get past the trees to get there, but you have a relatively easy approach into the green. You still have a ton of guardian trees to deal with, but you're a lot closer to the basket. Whereas if you land on the left side of the fairway, you've got more distance to deal with, but it's clear. You don't have any flowers coming up to your knees. You can see the pen a lot easier. There's no elevation involved. And so that's kind of something that you have to understand in and of yourself. You know, Do you want to be on that right side and be more in the rough, but you're closer to the target? Or do you want to be where it's clean and you can do an easy run up like you normally would, but you have further to go? So that's something that you need to kind of think about during this episode. And the next time you're on the course in that situation, Where do you want to land? How can you break up this hole to where, okay, I'm going to throw this 300 feet, then I'm going to throw 200 feet, and then I'm going to throw it, you know, 100 feet, and then I'm going to tap in for my par if it's a 500-foot par 4. You know, something like that. Maybe my my math was wrong. But, you know, thinking about those things I think is going to help your game a lot. Number six, manage wind conditions. Pay attention to wind, direction, and speed, and adjust your shots accordingly. Learn how different conditions affect disc flight and choose discs and shot angles that can handle the wind. Sometimes it may be better to play a more conservative shot in windy conditions to ensure accuracy. I'm a big believer in this, guys. 110%. you got to manage the wind. The wind is tough. You cannot throw a shot where you're going to expose the flight plate to the wind. You're just asking for trouble in doing so. And and so knowing, okay, if it's a headwind, I need to throw overstable. If it's tailwind, I need to throw understable. And then acting on that. Number seven, adapt to changing conditions. So be flexible and adapt your strategies as the course or weather conditions change. Adjust your shot selection based on factors such as wind, temperature, footing, changing of light conditions and stay observant and make necessary adjustments to optimize your performance. I feel like this is a lot of what we've talked about so far. You know, you have to be adaptable on the disc golf course. Not everything is going to be the same every single time. I know this is why I stress it so much in your putting that if you stand there and you put the exact same putt a hundred times, you're not going to get any better because you're not going to have that putt a hundred times on the course. You're going to have different putts. You're going to have different throws. You're going to have different wind conditions every single time you go out there and play. You're not landing in the same exact spot 
every single time you go out there and play. And if you are, let me know. I would love to see some video of that because that is impressive in in of itself. Last one we got for you guys today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe, rate, review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I want to hear your guys' feedback. Hit me up on Instagram and TikTok at Chainclankers Disc Golf. Uh, number eight, stay mentally focused. Maintain a positive and focused mindset throughout the round. Avoid dwelling on mistakes and stay present in the moment. Visualize successful shots, practice good breathing techniques, and manage your emotions to make clear and confident decisions. Remember, course management strategies can be very Excuse me. Remember, course management strategies can vary based on specific course layout and individual playing style. It is essential to practice and refine your course management skills through experience and experimentation to find what works best for you. Being mentally focused in your round is something that's going to help you so much. Being confident in your throw, regardless of what it is, regardless of the disc, be confident and full send that thing. That's some top tier advice. Full send every single time and you're going to have more success in disc golf because you're not questioning it. You're not playing timid. The best players don't play timid. Michael Jordan doesn't play timid. Paul McBeth doesn't play timid. Patrick Mahomes doesn't play timid, right? You need to just be confident, focus on that breathing, and be mentally focused when you're throwing. When you're not throwing, don't focus on disc golf. Focus on literally anything else to keep yourself uh, fresh. I think it's the best way that I would say it. Keep yourself fresh. And when you're throwing, Give everything you got into that throw. That is going to wrap it up for today's podcast. Like I said, hopefully you guys enjoyed. I'm trying to work on getting some interviews for you guys. It is definitely a little tough with uh, the scheduling right now um, with the pros moving around every single weekend. I've got a couple hopefully lined up that we'll get for you guys. But if you like these tip episodes, let me know on Instagram, TikTok, Chain Clankers Disc Golf. Got fun content going up there. If you're looking to improve your disc golf game, definitely check it out. And leave that rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Let us know how you think we're doing. We'll see you guys next week. 